Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. And I'm Michael. Hey, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought maybe you were going to say a little bit more there. That's fine. No. Uh, I, I, I figured you would mention that you're not feeling too well today. No, as you can probably hear, I have been plagued with another cold again. So I'm pretty sure teaching at a college and having all these students come in and out of the lab, touching the computers, I'm always going to be getting some kind of bug. Yeah, it does seem that way. You got to make sure you keep taping that airborne or or whatever else oh, yeah. and just uh, keep your immune system boosted up. Vitamins are important. <laughs> yeah, and I will do my best not to catch anything from you since yeah. <laughs> you are apparently patient zero and you're carrying all kinds of I'm a bugs with you. Yeah. I'm such a giver. That's what I am. <laughs> you are. Uh, before we jump into all of the fun news that we have today, I wanted to mention, and I, I sent out a tweet for our dispatch um, Twitter handle that I got new Joy-Cons. I'm so excited. I, yeah. I got the purple and orange Joy-Cons. I'm looking at them right now. They're absolutely gorgeous. And one of the main reasons I'm doing this aside from the fact that I just really liked these two colors, uh, was that I had been getting a lot of drift in my blue Joy-Cons. So what, I, what I'm what i going to do is now that I have an actual pair that I can use and not have to give up my primary Joy-Cons, I'm going to be sending these in to hopefully have them fixed. Now, my one concern is that I had taken these apart at one point. And and if any of our listeners remember, I took them apart because the little plastic uh, like clip that's in there that keeps the Joy-Con from popping out of the Switch screen was worn off, had rounded off. It's just a cheap plastic. So what I did is I took them apart. I ordered some metal ones online and I replaced them. Nothing came apart really. I didn't pull any ribbon cables out or anything crazy, but my concern is they'll open it and be like, oh, well, this is voided. I do think that I read it doesn't matter. I think no matter what, they will replace the drifting Joy-Con regardless of whether or not they had been out of warranty or not. Mm -hmm. So I'm not too concerned on it. Worst case, I send it. They say, no, we're not going to fix these. They send it back and I just deal with Joy-Cons that drift occasionally. It's not it's not something where I can never use them, but I, if I can get them fixed, why not? And uh, and now I've got some pretty sort of Halloween purple and orange Joy Cons on my Switch that I that I'm absolutely loving. Yeah, the orange is beautiful. I love that color. It's so bright. Yeah, I wish I could get yeah. two orange, but what I think I'm going to do is once my Joy-Con comes back, I'm going to rock the uh, blue on the left and orange on the right. I like nice. that con- color combo as well. It looks really, yeah. really good. In the picture, they look like they would look really nice together. So Yeah, it's yeah. bright. It's it's really, I, I really, really am happy with the colors. This is my first separate Joy-Con purchase. Uh, I do still think they're overpriced, but you know what? I wanted it because I... I, I don't want to not play Switch while I'm waiting for my Joy-Cons to be repaired. Yeah. Nintendo released last week another PSA, public service announcement. Um, careful carrying your Switch in your backpack, which seems like a no-brainer for a lot of us, I'm sure, but you know that their customer service definitely got calls because people would put their Switches in their backpacks. Um, the picture that they tweeted out, it shows a Switch in a backpack, but then it focuses on someone like leaning against a wall with their switch in the backpack, which just seems so stupid to me. Like, obviously, put your switch in a case. Just get a nice case. Get a nice TikTok or Satisfy case. They're great. 
Um, I have been seeing what that they seem to be pretty popular. These like slip cases, mm-hmm. but they don't have any structure to them. So I, I question how good they are for traveling and stuff like that. Um, and that's what I like about my TikTok or yeah, TikTok. No, TikTok case. Tom talk, <laughs> Tom talk um, is it has like structure to it. So like if you like drop it on the ground, like you won't be hitting your joy cons and they won't be moving or anything. So and they're not a sponsor, but <laughs> I love mine so much that I just I just wanted to mention this PSA. Um, yeah, I think <clears throat> I think if you're going to get a case, you should definitely get one that has a little bit of a structure to it because yeah. that's the whole point. You're trying to protect protect it. And and I'm curious to see what the next PSA is going to be. My my guess is, you've heard it here, it's a Nintendo dispatch first, is it's going to be don't drop it into the toilet. That's going to be the next PSA that they come out with. Or don't bathe and switch. <laughs> yeah, don't don't drop it into the tub while you're while you're taking a bath. That that's probably <laughs> going to be the next thing. Yeah, you you need to protect those wonderful Joy-Cons that work mm-hmm. if you have some that work. <laughs> True. Yeah. So let's jump right into the game news for the week. Um, first off, we're talking a little bit about the Link's Awakening um, patch that recently came out. It was version 1.0.1, and it wasn't the update that a lot of people were hoping for. Uh, we've mentioned in the past the drop frame rate, how it would randomly drop to 30 frames per second when there was a lot in the screen and a lot of things were happening. There were a lot of enemies. Um, but this patch, it fixed an error where apparently Marin would stop moving in Toronobo shores. I never personally had this happen to me, but it would, I guess, cause the whole game to lock up. So this fixes that. And it will also, the update will also fix any saved games where the error already was in effect. So it'll kind of fix any previous games you were playing. I mean, that's good. You know, yeah. that's fine. It sounds like that was an issue. I mean, it, I think this frame rate thing is still getting blown out of proportion. You've said that it, you really hasn't, ex- you haven't really had any, I mean, you've said you've seen some dropped frame rates, but the way yeah. they talk about these frame rates, it, it seems like it's a game breaker and that does not seem to be the case. I don't know why they keep making such a big deal about this. I agree. And I think like, in a, for a lot of games in general, people always like to focus on the frame rate being an issue. For yeah. me personally, if a frame rate drops, it I barely notice it. I'm focused mm. on the game and what's happening and what I'm trying to be doing. I'm not focusing on like frames per second or maybe if something like slows down a little bit, like it's understandable. There's a lot on the screen. It's a lot for your your system to process. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with it's happened to me a couple times on Switch, but it really doesn't bother me at all. People are really blowing it out of proportion, just being really dramatic about it. <laughs> yeah. And if I, yeah. I mean, I'm coming from, you know, Nintendo days where the game almost would stop when you got a lot of stuff going on. And then <laughs> I had the same issue when I played Fire Firewatch on Switch. There was one section, one, where you were running along the lake and the game just would chug. It would all of a sudden, like, like just the game... Uh, frame rate dropped to maybe mm-hmm. five it was crazy but you got past it and then that was it it didn't impact it for me if the whole game was broken then sure it would be a huge issue and that's not to say that game shouldn't be optimized and made to the best of the abilities but it just seems like they keep hitting this one point that yeah i think it's being blown out of proportion should it be fixed sure but is it such a big deal i I don't think so. Um, yeah. Now, now, something people are going to probably be excited about is that if you've played Rocket League, the the new base version of it is going to include all the DLC 
with it, which I think is fantastic. Now, the, when I say all the DLC, I actually mean it includes the Supersonic Fury, Revenge of the Battle Cars, and the Chaos Run DLC, which this is at no additional cost. This is just going to be considered the new uh, base version, which I think is fantastic. And, I, you know, they're, they're including this in there. This is the Rocket League Game of the Year edition will no longer be available because that included those um, those dlcs and now that the base version includes it there's no reason for the rocket league game of the year edition apparently the base version is the rocket league game of the year edition at Mm -hmm. this point and uh, maybe they'll come out with a new one that has i don't know more dlc in it now you may say well i already borrowed i already bought the dlc i'm furious i'm smashing my my hands on my desk what am i getting well if you bought that content after the first of october you are eligible for a refund so there you go, crybaby. But um, <laughs> I, I just, it was funny because I was reading a thread and and a lot of the people were saying, well, I, what if you already bought this stuff? What, it, what do I get back? I don't buy a game at full price. And then when it goes on sale the following year, Complain demand about money it. back. Yeah. That was your choice. You bought it at full price. You know what you're getting into. You're People are just so entitled. I'm so sick and tired of hearing it and reading <laughs> about it. Like you made the choice to buy it. You know things go on sale. You know things prices drop. But what they are seeing is that, you know what? If you bought it right before we made this announcement, of course, you're getting the refund. It makes sense. So Mm -hmm. there you have it. They are doing something as a goodwill uh, gesture to the fans. But if you bought it before October 1st, calm down. (laughs) I bought it six years ago. What do I get out of this? (laughs) They're probably doing it because they're going to come out with New DLC, at least I'm yeah, assuming I'm sure. that's the case. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, this is older DLC, most likely. So they're just saying, you know what? This has been yeah. out for a while. Let's just make this part of the game at this point. And that makes total sense. I, mm-hmm. You know, I'm all for it. And and if and if, you know, people are getting it for free and maybe I bought it when I had it a year ago, then that's fine. I've already got my time with it. So now I want to talk about two games that we've mentioned Actually, I don't know if we've mentioned one of them, but one of them we definitely mentioned on the podcast. Let's chat. Let's chat yeah, about it. Let's let's chat about it. Um, <laughs> so two games, Outer the Outer Worlds and Two Point Hospital, both are now delayed for coming out on the Switch. Now for Outer Worlds, um, the game's publisher, publisher Private Division said that the hybrid version of the game, which is the one coming to Switch, will be arriving in 2020. I think originally it was the end of 2019. Um, but they had to delay it. Basically, they want to just spend more time making a good port for it, which I completely mm-hmm. respect. And I'm happy that they're being transparent about it and explaining why. Um, but we should expect it around March, which still, I mean, that's the beginning of 2020. So yeah, I'm not too not upset about it. Out. Yeah. Um, now, for Two Point Hospital, it's delayed on three systems. It's delayed on the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Right now, it's available on PC. It was released last year. I personally, I was really excited about this game, but I decided I'm going to wait for it to come out on the Switch um, just because I really like playing games on my Switch, so I'm going to just wait for it. But um, they said it's going to be delayed until the first half of 2020. This one was also originally scheduled to arrive late 2019. Um, so why? Basically... To quote what they said, they said, put simply, making a management simulation game on three consoles and making it the best it possibly can be in all three is a tricky programming puzzle, which, again, I respect. I understand. Thank you for letting us know. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Take your time. Make it make it right. Um, I will say I was 
I was on the fence of like I was thinking about waiting for these, but here's here's my take on it. The Outer Worlds seems it seems like it's something that would be best on a different platform. And I said it like Witcher 3 is the same way. If you want to play it on your Switch, that's great, but you have to understand that you're taking some you're making um, compromises. You're making some compromises yeah. for it. And with the Outer Worlds, I'm I'm kind of tempted to get this on Xbox. I want to play it fairly soon. Uh and I I I don't know. I kind of want to I'm going to wait and see a little bit. March like you said is not that far out. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I've got enough stuff to play until then, maybe I'll wait and see what the reviews are and then make my decision after that. Yeah. But I don't know. It seems like something I would want to play on a different system. As far as Two Point Hospital, I'm going to be buying this on Steam because at the moment it's 66% off. It plays on Windows and Mac, and that puts it at eleven. It puts it at twelve dollars right now. So instead of no, it's not a bad deal. I I have no problem playing it on my laptop and on my desktop Mac, Um, and I and I don't want to pay the Nintendo tax when it finally does come out because I'm sure it'll be around thirty dollars or forty dollars, which it's thirty five regular priced on Steam. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it's going to be thirty five or more on Nintendo Switch. So I'm I think I'm just going to pick it up, play it, and then if I just absolutely love it, I need to have it mobile. Then I'll worry about it when the time comes. But you have other options if you need these games right now. But it's nice to see at least. They are planning on bringing them to the Switch because I do think Two Point will be just fine on the Switch. I just don't want to wait and pay more. Um, in Outer Worlds, I'm skeptical personally. So yeah. I think it. I think we'll see. You know, I. It's great that they're bringing them both. They're two games that will be, if they work well, will be excellent on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I'm gonna wait until probably like March or the end of March to see reviews come back for the Outer Worlds and then decide what pl- platform we'll get it on because I'm getting the game what i get it on is the question and then two-point hospital like i'm gonna have pokemon to play like exactly, all of yeah. the beginning of 2020 so i'm not worried at all about not having games to play i mean i always have too many games i need to be playing <laughs> so well, i'll definitely wait and see what happens with two-point hospital too i'm the same way i the, a lot of these games i buy them because they're on sale and then i yeah. just i just have them i have bastion i have transistor i haven't any, played either of those but they were just on a fantastic sale so i bought them and now they're on my mm-hmm. switch waiting for a dry spell we haven't gotten a dry spell in a while but they're waiting <laughs> uh and we, like you said with you know some of the other games that are coming out fairly soon i i can't see myself being out of out of time or, uh, or or having a dry spell where I don't have something to play. I run out of time before I run out of games to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Now, in our new Pokemon segment, apparently, which is what we've been talking about Pokemon every single week, uh, we have some news that if you are playing Pokemon Let's Go, you can now get a Mewtwo without having to grind, without having to do anything crazy, without having to, you know, beat everybody and, and go looking for it you just simply have to visit best buy that's all you have to do so easy you take your pokemon pass and if you remember both mots and i did this a little while back when we visited target i got a pikachu shiny pikachu in my pokemon let's go eevee game and then there was i don't know some other junk that you got but that was the main reason i (laughs) I did it um but now i get mewtwo which i'm excited about because i definitely will be doing this you take your pokemon pass app you go to Best Buy between November 4th and the 14th, and you simply just check in and it'll show up in your game. 
That's all you have to do. So, so simple. That you, easy. Once you, once you do check in, you'll get the code and you have to go into your actual Pokemon Let's Go Eevee game. Just type it in and it shows up as a mystery gift. There's nothing you have to purchase. There's nothing you have to do other than that. You just go to Best Buy. So I'm definitely doing this between November 4th and the 14th. I'm excited to get Mewtwo in my game. I'm excited to see what, like, because in the game you can catch, you know, you're you're new to Pokemon. But if you're mm-hmm. a, a master trainer like myself, you know that no two Pokemon are alike. So if you have two Pikachu, one Pikachu's stats could be higher and better for battling than the other Pikachu's stats. And I will say, Target, you kind of cheaped out a little bit because you gave me a a great Pokemon. You didn't give me an amazing Pokemon, which I only like to rock amazing Pokemon for my battling uh, team. Thank you very much. But the shiny is cute. It has a it's a, has a heart tail uh, Pikachu. So Aww. she's she's still on the team, but she, I think she's about to get caught for a better Pikachu. So we'll see what happens. I think and... they said that the Mewtwo that you get is just a regular Mewtwo. It's like like an out of the box. Everybody gets the same Mewtwo. It's not shiny. I think they no, said no, it's, I, yeah. I assumed it's not shiny. I just want to see what kind of stats it has because that's what I'm saying. Okay. You could get two generic Mewtwo's, but one's base stats could be better than the other. So what that means is maybe they both hit for, you know, 100, but the mm-hmm. one has better, um, uh, it has a better ability or you can raise it to a higher level with better stats. So they may both start the same, but you, it has more promise. Okay. They also said, I don't know if you saw this too, but they said it's also, it's level 70 with amnesia, psychic, teleport, and recover as its moves. Mm-hmm. So and I don't I'm know if that's like a see, base. Because the moves are already there, I doubt you'll level him and get more moves. Mm-hmm. I don't know where, I don't know Mewtwo's like, you know, what level it gets all of its spells from. 70 is okay. pretty high. Right now, currently yeah. in my Pokemon Let's Go, I couldn't control it. I don't have enough badges. But oh. I have, I've, and we'll get to this later, but I have, I've been working on it so that hopefully I can control him once I, once I get him. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's okay. how that works. If you get a high level Pokemon, you don't have enough badges. That Pokemon won't, it won't listen, listen to you. you. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now in more Pokemon news, this time for Pokemon Sword and Shield, there was a lot of confusion wrapped up in this announcement that came out from Nintendo and, and Game Freak. But ultimately what they were saying is that there's online features to this game and those online features will require a Switch online membership. So that's some of the battles, the link battles, the link trades, things like that. That makes sense to me. So if you, when you get yours and I have mine, mm-hmm. if you want to trade me whatever, I don't know, Farfetch'd I think is in your version and I send you my whatever the cotton candy ponyta ponyta is yeah i send you mine you send me yours in order for us to do that we both need to have switch online memberships that makes Mm -hmm. sense i'm i totally get it they they came out saying something where it was kind of confusing they said some features won't work some online will blah 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 no none of the online features will work unless you have it now in order to make it more convenient for people there will be the option to buy switch online memberships built into the game so you don't have to do anything crazy it's just going to be built into it and i think that's pretty smart and that's probably going to boost their online membership but this is going to be a a game console seller for nintendo and Mm -hmm. i think it's going to push these 
online memberships for Nintendo. Definitely. I can yeah. definitely see that happening, yeah. So there's that. I hope that cleared up any of the confusion for people. You're going to need Switch Online. Unless you don't want to trade, but that seems like that's a big part of the game. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I want to say is now, if you remember, Pokemon's not just a, a digital game. It's a card game. And if you have a little bit of money sitting around, you could get your own Pokemon cards. Now, if if you're actually good and you win a Pokemon card, you may have something that you get a lot of money for if you decide to sell it. And that happened at a recent auction when somebody sold a Pikachu Illustrator card. This is a 1998 release that was only given out in limited numbers to competition winners. Now you may say, well, okay, well, a hundred bucks, a thousand bucks. Well, you'd be way off because it sold for $195,000. (laughs) That's crazy to me. Now, one of the main reasons is that this was it's very, very rare. It was only given away to a limited amount of people. And it's very unclear as to how many are still around. So that just, you know, it just, the the, the rarity of it just skyrocketed the price right to the moon. So $195,000. That's, that's amazing. I probably have a couple uh, sitting around. I'll have to take a look. Maybe I got, you know, some pretty cool, shiny something or others that I could get some money did you, for. Did but, you win any competitions? <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I <laughs> I did not win. I'm not good at magic and I'm not good at Pokemon. I, I cannot play either of those card games very well. Uh, and then the last little fun news that we have is Jimmy Fallon has thrown down the the competition. He's thrown down the gauntlet. And if you are fit enough, you may want to consider taking up his challenge. He recently posted on Twitter a challenge to people for the Ring Fit adventure where he was holding the ring. I don't know. I don't have the game, so I don't have this particular, like whatever this uh, part of the game is or this challenge in the game. But you hold the ring and you basically, you know, put your hands together and pull them apart real quick behind your head. So you're like squishing the ring back and forth. He got 124, which from the looks of it is very hard to beat because a lot of people are said they tried it. They can't even get close. He is saying, (laughs) can you beat it? Can you beat my, my score? And a lot of people are trying YouTube uh, star beat em ups has, has tried. He did not do it. Others have tried. They, they've fallen by the wayside. They cannot do it. So Jimmy Fallon is still the ring fit adventure, you know, champion. And uh, it was it was fun. I actually kind of liked that. I was like, oh, I would almost want to challenge him at this. I think this would yeah. be a fun thing. So maybe when that ring fit goes down in price, that would be something I'd add to the old list when it's like, you know, hovering around that $30 <laughs> price point. And then everybody will be complaining. Oh, well, what do I get for free? Because now the ring fits $30. <laughs> Just, that was a previous story callback. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Ring fit adventure. That's Michael's. Uh, fireside chat segment. <laughs> so let's move into new accessories and products. Um, let's. Let, let's let's. Uh, so those of you who are pumped for Luigi's Mansion Three, if you want to represent a little bit of it this Halloween, they Nintendo released a free printable mask. So it's literally just a file you download and print, and it looks like Gu- Luigi's face and. <laughs> That's basically all it is. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. They, they're on a, a roll with this because they did one for, I think, Ash Ketchum. They have a, a Pokemon oh, really? one. And it's <laughs> it's even scarier than the Guiji one. It's like the eyes don't line up. It's very odd. 
Um, oh, but yeah, Guiji's kind of it, it actually looks good in comparison. Oh, does it? Well, yeah. so you're gonna have to basically use ribbon and glue and tape or whatever to actually put it together. But yeah, it's just a file you can download, and you can look yeah. like Guiji for if you want to go out with your kids or whatever and be cool. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll build like put that on for the trick or treaters that come to my house. I'll have the <laughs> Guiji mask on. <laughs> That would be pretty funny. Now, this is a new product that's coming out, and I will say that it's absolutely gorgeous. If you're a fan of Breath of the Wild, you will love this. It's a uh, it's a figurine essentially of Zelda, and it's it's plastic. They kept saying PVC all over it as if it was like more fancy, it's but fancy it's plastic. plastic. Yeah, it's just <laughs> plastic. But it's it's a ten inch tall PVC painted statue. It's premium deluxe boxes included to um the first four figures and what it includes is essentially the 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 figure itself of zelda standing there looks i mean it's it's really really well done it also includes the sheikah slate with has like an led function so it's glowing the base itself glows with leds and then it has an authentication card that's 115 dollars for the exclusive edition so it's 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 not cheap, but you can get the uh, the collector's edition for a hundred dollars. Mm. It includes the statue, it cu- includes the LED slate and the LED base. Which to me, that seems like the one. That's the one they plan on selling. The collector's yeah. edition. I don't need the box, the deluxe box. I don't need the authentication card. Well, though, if if it's something you plan on selling later, though, maybe it's worth the extra fifteen dollars just to get the authentication card and stuff. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And then the fancy box with it. Yeah, if you're one of Mm -hmm. those people. Well, for me, the collector's edition, I think, would look really, really nice on the shelf because I Mm -hmm. like the fact that it has the glowing LED features built into it. And then if that doesn't matter to you and you just love the statue itself, you can get the standard edition for $75, which is just Zelda, just the painted statue. To me, Mm -hmm. the collector's edition, if this is something you like, the, the collector's edition is the way to go for 100 bucks because I really like the look of it with the glowing blue lights around it. Yeah, it looks really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's really well done. Uh, so a little rumor mill. Uh, so Black Friday is coming up. The deals are going to start leaking out. And an early access deal at Walmart, apparently, you can get a Nintendo Switch bundle with your choice of game and bonus accessory for $330. Hmm. Which hmm. is a pretty good deal. You got so any game you want and a bonus accessory. Um, I'm sure that it's limited on what games you can pick from. I didn't. It, it didn't really go into detail into what games you can choose. But um, yeah, Walmart's deals for there were a lot of deals for like Xbox and PlayStation and all that stuff too. We're just focusing on the Switch one because we're a Nintendo podcast. But um, if you're you know if you're looking for some video game deals, take a look at those. Um, and start planning your Black Friday shopping. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. This is it, not only is Christmas one of my favorite holidays, obviously, of the entire year, but it's the best for the deals and the games and just everything you can get. I'm so excited for to see what else comes out during mm-hmm. Black Friday. I mean, not only, like you said, there's other consoles and and, and, and all of that, but you can get the new monitors if you're playing games on the monitor. You can get the new TV that you need so you can play your, hardware. your Switch yeah. on it. Yeah, there's just this is the time of year to, for to buy this stuff. I'm so excited to see all the different bundles they come out with. I think 
there there's got to be some sort of pokemon bundle there's got to be some like cool com- combos packs that are coming out i really hope so i'm excited i cannot wait i think that's a good deal and if that's just the first one we've discussed better. in the past though that nintendo doesn't really do black friday deals right no, you'll find stuff on the eShop for sale. It's it's maybe not the first party games necessarily, but you'll okay. find a lot of of Nintendo like games that play on your Switch will be on sale. Right. Okay. But n- none of like Nintendo titles are usually like on sale. Not like 50% off type sales. Right. You know, okay. you may get $10 off here mm-hmm. or you know, you buy two and you'll get one for $10 off type thing. Yeah. But they very I don't know if I've ever seen something that's gone like on sale for 50% off or anything crazy. Gotcha. Well, Nintendo, I guess, could always surprise us, too. So we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as we get closer, I'm sure the leaks are going to be more and more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So that brings us to this week's top 10 bestsellers. First place is still Untitled Goose Game. That is not budging at all. <laughs> Second place is Luigi's Mansion 3 pre-purchase. Uh, third is Revenge of the Bird King. That's still staying in the top 10. It's not on sale anymore, but it's still staying there. Um, fourth place is A Hat in Time. Fifth is The Witcher 3. Sixth, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Seventh, Minecraft. Eighth, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth Complete Edition. Ninth is Dragon Ball Fighter Z, And then tenth is Tiako no Tatsujin. Drummond Fun. Mm. And then we had three games that three new games that were in the top three didn't quite make it to the top 10 is Jackbox Party Pack in 16th place, Little Town Hero, which we talked a little bit about last week in 24th place and Return of the Ober Din in 26th place. Nice. That's a good, good list. I, th- I think we're going to see some of those fall off pretty soon. I think they have yeah. residual holdouts because of their sales that they were in. But mm-hmm. yeah, I I have a feeling. I oh, think Luigi's Mansion 3 is going to stay up there for a while because it releases. That's going to be in the number week. one spot next week. Yeah, I bet. That's my guess. Yeah, it's going to. I mean, for the week where we still have pre-purchase. It's been in the it's been in the top 10 the for weeks yeah. just for pre-purchase. So I think it's been hovering around like fifth or sixth place. Yeah, I, yeah, now we're in second. I think that's going to take first spot. I know Pokemon will be taking first spot in two weeks, three weeks when that comes out. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to see some shaking up happening here pretty soon. I'm excited to see that Return of Oberdin made the top 30. That is a game that's going to be on my must-get list. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to, to see that that's doing well on the Switch. Now, let's get into some new releases that we're into for the week. And to kick it off, I have checked, you have checked Vampire. It's a $50 game that's on sale for 45 bucks right now and you play as dr jonathan reed who is a newly turned vampire this is set in london in 1918 so you get some atmosphere you get a little bit of flavor in there and you are a doctor that's trying to save people in this flu ravaged town but you're also a vampire and you just want to eat everybody so my (laughs) goodness the choices you have to make this is an action role-playing game and it looks really really well done it has stellar reviews across the board everybody seems to really enjoy the story and i'm excited to see this coming out on the switch i gave it a one check i like for this time of year it seems like a great game but i don't i want to see how it performs on the switch and that's i hate saying that but it's the truth yeah I felt the same way. It looks like it could be pretty resource heavy. So I, mm-hmm. I yeah, I was the same way. I was like, eh, I'm not sure about this, but I'll put a check next to it because it looked really cool. I like the story. Um, 
But yeah, I, I'm going to wait and see what happens. So next up, uh, I checked Earthfall Alien Horde. This is an extraterrestrial invasion game. Um, it's a four-player co-op shooter. So it, it seems like a pretty frantic game, but I put a check next to it because it seemed like something that we, the three of us would have a lot of fun playing just because it's a co-op game. Um, I don't know. Did you Did you get a chance to look at this one at all? Yeah, it looks all right. I'm more yeah. interested in the heist game. So if we were going to go together on playing something, I think I'd want to play Heist. Earthfall reminded oh, yeah. me of that Rico. Remember, Mots and I were playing that? Yeah, And yeah. it was kind of this, it was a great idea, but the execution of it was kind of, we just got bored real quick. And mm -hmm. Earthfall gave me that vibe. And that's not fair to Earthfall. I know I haven't played it, but it just gave me that vibe. Whereas the Heist game made me think it would be something just more or like strategic. Yeah. 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 And I was like the Earthfall Alien Horde. It, it's like a wave. So aliens will come at you in waves. Yeah. Um, I can so, see that being fun for a little bit, but uh, yeah, you know, over time. For, that, for that, 20, that's maybe good, not for $20. Yeah. When I'd they do it 50% like off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same. Yeah, that would be a good one. One that for October 30th that I'm into is Spaceland. Now, this is a $15 game. They're having on sale for $13.50. It's a sci-fi turn-based strategy game. If you played anything where maybe Overland, that's kind of like this in a, in a little bit, or if you've played Mario Rabbids, that's very similar. This is sort of that isometric look at it. It's... Um, yeah, it's turn-based. So if it's anything like those games, if you've played those games, if you're into those games, you make your move, the competition makes its move, you make your attacks, and you're working your way through. The battles last anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes, so I like that it's these mm. quick, short little battles. I also really like the look of it. I think it's sort of got this hand-drawn aesthetic, and I don't say that is animated, but it's just... The colors are sort of soft. It's 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 almost like a cell shading the way they they way they did it, and it's really really pretty uh, in the in its execution. Yeah. I think that this looks really fun, but I will say that it's currently part of Apple Arcade, which is five dollars a month for mm. you know however many games they have on there now versus this one game for fifteen dollars. So for me, I'm gonna try it on. Apple Arcade, just like I did with Overland, and see if it's something I absolutely love, and see if it's something that I feel a need to to play it on a bigger uh, handheld, basically. So I don't know. I think it's worth mentioning. Spaceland, if you like these turn-based strategy games, you should definitely check it out at least. Now, I want to say this one is probably the one we are most excited for. This comes out on <laughs> Halloween, October 31st, and that's Luigi's Mansion 3. $60 is a full price one. It's a big one. So yeah. I'm excited for it. I, I'm sure everybody knows what Luigi's Mansion is, but Luigi, Mario, the whole gang was invited to this, this hotel, and something goes wrong. Everybody but Luigi gets taken basically and it's up to luigi to kind of figure out what's going on and save the day it looks beautiful the more that i've seen of the game just the level design of the game each each level of the hotel is different it is is summer themed how you would imagine them to be at a hotel where it's maybe a um you know like a disco room like a con like you know where you go and you have like a club almost you got neon things like that other rooms other floors are 
just crazy. If you've seen any of the trailers, there's one that has pyramids everywhere. There's another that has like a pirate ship. So you can go through this pirate ship and everything else. It looks really, really, really well done. I'm super excited to to get a chance to play this at some point. Um, yeah, Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah, I'm excited for this one too. Unfortunately, it was for me, it was between Pokemon and Luigi's Mansion 3. So I went for Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, but no, that makes I mean, sense. If this ever goes on sale, maybe next year they'll have like a little sale for it. I'll definitely get it for like the spooky season. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like all the playthroughs or like quick little like videos I've seen of this game. It looks just so well done and so cute and just perfectly like Mario World esque. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited for it. I may still, I may still take the hit and buy both. I, I can't decide yet. I know, I know, yeah. Pokemon for me is a m- absolute must. This one just looks fantastic. I've never played any of the other Luigi's Mansions, so I'm me excited either. to finally play one of them. Yeah, uh, I just, I don't know. I'm, I just don't know if I'll be buying it this this week. We'll see. Yeah. Um. So next up, I checked a game um called Yuri. It's originally fourteen dollars. It's on sale right now for nine seventy nine. Um, it's a platform game, and you play as this character named Yuri, who is on this like I don't even know what it is. It's like a scooter, <laughs> mm. but you just go through this very interesting like mind of Yuri. It's just this very quirky sort of very interesting atmosphere. There's like plants, and you're you're in a a paper airplane flying through a room. Um, it's just, it's a very like just curious looking game. Um, mm. And the art style looks really cool too. Um, yeah. I love the art style of it. It's sort of limbo esque in that it's yeah. sort of, you it's know, a more stylized shadow. limbo, I think. Yes. Yeah. But it, essentially you've got sort of silhouetted things in the foreground and in the mm-hmm. background. And then you have Yuri kind of, flying around doing all kinds of stuff in between it seems to me that it's sort of the imagination of a child and where they go when they're you know getting ready for bed or something like that that's kind of the vibe it gets and it's it's beautiful bedtime story it looks great yeah Yeah. and it it looks like everything looks like hand drawn it has these nice like paper textures Mm -hmm. but it doesn't look like paper it looks like it's kind of like watercolor or gouache and it, it just looks very very cool Um, so I think $10 for something like this is a pretty great price. So I'm, I was thinking about just picking it up, but Mm -hmm. we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. And then last for November 1st, this game I was kind of on the fence about, but, um, I do want to try it and we did get a code for it. So I will be doing a review for this game. It's called spirit roots. It's normally $7. It's currently on sale for three fifty. dollars it's a platformer and it's basically there's two worlds that have been at war and you are playing a survivor that lives on a world that is basically stitched together from these two worlds that are at war. Um, The style of it is very atmospheric, I guess would be how I would describe it. Like the way the lighting is, it's just very like soft, Mm -hmm. but the characters are really the main character is very cute. She kind of looks like a hedgehog or he looks kind of like a hedgehog with headphones on, but the headphones mm-hmm. are buttons. It's just, it, it looks very interesting. Um, and the colors look really nice in the game, but yeah. And it seems like the kind of game I don't necessarily grab to like this, like active high energy platformer. That's how it seems. So I, it'll be really interesting to see how I do in the game. <laughs> the 
character design, or at least of the main character, reminds me of Coraline with the buttons yeah. and sort of the stitching and things like that. So they, it has this Coraline look to it, which I think is nice. The world kind of has that sort of color, the coloring and some some of the levels. Some of the levels are very bright. Other ones are sort of dark. Yeah. Um, but it looks very, very good. Very interesting. I'm happy we got a code for that to, to kind of check it out. Yeah. So that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What you playing? I'll have you kick it off because I know you haven't really had much chance to play a lot. Yeah. With being sick and I just I always have a lot going on. It, this week it was really hard for me to play anything. I did finish The Eyes of Ara. I mentioned last week just the overall kind of theme of the game. Um, and how I was writing a review for it. The review is written. It should be posting soon. But my at the end of the game, I gave it a rating of 3.5. So usually I'll give a rating of 3 if the game is okay. I didn't really have any big gripes with it. So 3.5, it's, it's, it's pretty good. 3.5 nice. out of 5. So yeah, I really enjoyed the game. And then I also bought, because there was a nice sale, I bought Grease or Gree, mm-hmm. G-R-I-S. Grez? I don't know. My, Yulia, our, our friend Yulia calls it Gree with like a silent that, S. So I don't know. Could be. <laughs> but I picked that up because it was on sale. I've been wanting it ever since I first got my Switch. It's been on my wish list for a while. So um, hopefully I'll be playing that this week and I'll be playing Spirit Roots. Maybe it's Gis. It's a silent R-I. <laughs> Maybe. It's just Maybe. Gur. <laughs> yeah, just Gur. Just Gur. Uh, so for me, I've been playing a little bit. I, I went away for the last couple of days. So on the flights, I got mm-hmm. some time to play some games. Uh, first up, Hollow Knight. I was stuck at Hornet, the second battle for Hornet. And if you've played this game or know anything about this game, you know that is considered one of the most difficult battles in the game, if not one of the most difficult boss battles, just period. I think it makes like lists all the time for being one of the most difficult boss battles. Oh, and I finally beat her, and I'm moving on to deeper into the game. I'm, I'm, I think I'm getting very close. I'm kind of at a standstill right now as to where I'm supposed to go. I'm, mm-hmm. it, I will say, as much as I absolutely love this game, the transporting back and forth and trying to get around places is frustrating at times, only because it's getting such it's such a massive map that mm-hmm. I don't think there's enough quick transport options. Because I just get sick of seeing the same place over and over and over again. You're back zigzagging back and forth. And I know that's how Metroidvanias work, but I, I just think there could be a little bit more. It's I've been playing this game for quite a while and I've zigzagged across this map so many times that I'm just getting a little bit bored with that part of it. Yeah. So once I figure out where I'm supposed to go this time, um, hopefully I'll be wrapping the game up fairly soon. I have also put in some more time with Mario Kart Tour. We're currently in a Halloween tour. Uh, that's fun. I think that ends today, and then, or at least it goes into the second part of it today. And I'm currently in the number two spot in my my in my tier for for the competition around the world. There's no way I cannot get the number one spot. I don't believe this week because I just don't have the the. The characters. I don't have the characters in the carts and the the glider that I need in one particular race, and I cannot get a higher score. I've tried so many times, and without that character, I just can't do it. So I'm I'm, I'm stuck at number two, I think, this mm-hmm. week for Mario Kart Tour. And then last but not least, I've been putting in a lot of time with Pokemon Let's Go. This was something I looked at my initial start date on my game. It was Christmas last year. 
And then I kind of stopped playing it. I, I put it aside. I had a lot of other stuff going on and I've jumped back into it. I have put in probably around 20 hours so far in this game. Really, really loving it so far. I'm really excited. It's just making me so much more excited for the new core game that's coming out because there is little moments here and there where I'm like, oh man, I wish there was a little bit more to this. But I'm loving it. I love the art direction of it. I love everything about it so far. I'm almost to a point where I can start trading Pokemon from my Pokemon Go game into my pokemon let's go game and i'm excited for that i want to see how that works and how that you know all those transfers work out but that's it for me not not a whole lot uh just really focusing on pokemon let's go good well yeah Yeah. like like you're saying you gotta level up so that mew will listen to you (laughs) yeah i have to get to a point where i i definitely want to at least beat the game i'm not spending a ton of time i'm not going through trying to catch every single thing because in my mind this isn't the core game it's just something i'm playing until that comes out but Mm -hmm. ideally i want to at least beat the elite four and have my mew and then whatever it can it can go back into the shelves but um that's my goal in the next couple of weeks so that it's done it's over with i beat pokemon let's go and now i can focus on you know pokemon shield when that comes sounds good yeah i'm excited for sword and shield the more i like look at it and and just i don't know the more we talk about it because we've talked about it on the side i just i'm really excited for that game <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna too. be my first like real pokemon game like no i know full, it's exciting full price like yeah i'm i'm super excited for it Good. Well, unless you have anything else you would like to add, we can wrap up. Nope, that's it for me. Beautiful. So just like every other week, if you have something to say, if you want to reach out to us and chat us up, please, please feel free. You can write us at our website at nintendodispatch.com or you can tweet to us at Dispatch Podcast. So we, like always, love to hear from people. We'd love to chit chat. So feel free. And this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.